With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Paddock Blues Podcast. I'm Paul and today I'm joined by Jamie. It's just just those two this week, mate. Uh, got casualties all over the place now, but Melinda's family are visiting from Canada, so she can't be on. Anthony's a full-time dad, um, Canadian Jake in Canada, and Jake Young is, I don't know where Jake Young is, but anyway, yeah, it's just those two. Um, yeah, he's very well, yeah. No, he's got loads of work on that, and I'm joking. Yeah, he has. But, um, yeah, uh, big week for Everton this week. I don't even know where to start, mate. It's just a... Uh, Absolute shit show, roller coaster, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Loads has happened. Lampard's gone. Machidi's found his voice. Anthony Gordon looks like he's on his way. Dan Juma was on his way and then he swerved us. Uh, where do we start? I want to start West Ham away. We had a big pod away, away day last week. It was really good. So, again, we were all too done in to come on and do a match reaction because we were sitting in the car for hours, knackered. I think I slept all day Sunday. Uh, so we apologise for that, but it was a really good day. But uh, it's a little bit sour at the end. I just want to bring something up. We were in the match, and um, obviously Melinda's from Canada. Um, our fan base needs to start accepting people who speak not with a Liverpool accent, because she was shouting for the team, and she was frustrated as much as everybody else that Everton were getting beat, and she was getting the piss taken out of her for a good while in that second half. And it's out of order. It's um, you know, she's only shouting stuff what. Everybody else is shouting, but because she's got a different accent, there's like three or four lads, could have been more, who just decided to take the piss out of her. And I don't know why it's fucking... We're never going to get anywhere as a club if we just continue to just seclude ourselves and just want us all to be scousers and everything else. So we need to embrace that. I just wanted to bring that up. But uh, She's got just as much right to support Everton as anyone else, and that goes for anybody else who's not from the city. So, yeah, that's yeah. all I really wanted to say on that. Like... um. Start with Frank Lampard, mate. You know what? We'll start with this week. Just give me your overall thoughts on Everton this week. Well, that's a loaded question, that. I can't believe it's only Wednesday, to be honest. Um, but no, I think it all the ball was sort of rolling with Lampard, wasn't it? We were all waiting for that announcement, and it sort of just snowballed from then. Um, the Lampard situation, it was he had to, he had to go. We all felt for him. We liked the man. We, we, you know, we, we fell into the trap of where we get to the club, but ultimately wasn't a good football manager, and that's what we needed. That was that was his position. Um, so yeah, it was time for him to go. Whether they they should have the replacements in my in my opinion, they've done it again. Why sack someone when you haven't got a definite replacement? Uh, yeah. I just you haven't had any sort of plan in place, have they? It's like it, no. it suddenly it suddenly crept up on them, and it's been coming for months. No, and. It's even like, as I say, snowballed over to like Dan Juma. Because let's be fair, it was all done. Dan Juma's probably 
got out of the car, Finch Farm, but come out of the room, and his agent's gone, Lampard's been sacked. And we all know Lampard was the reason that he signed. You know I mean, he didn't sign for European football. You know, it's all right, go, I'm ready for the battle. You know, I can't wait to help Everton get out of relegation. No footballer ever wants to sign for the team to try and get them out of the bottom three. Do you mean that's not where people? That's not what professional footballers sign up for. He's just gone to a team that in the Champions League. That's that was what he wanted. But Lampard made him come. So he's probably thinking, well, what's the point of me being here now? So, and I don't really want him. I listened to his Benji and the Bobble space of in the day, and Bobble said that he'd been a diva around Finch Farm. And as soon as I heard that, I thought, nah. This isn't a time in the football club for divas, mate. This is a time in the football club for fighters. And you can put on Twitter and all that, that I'm ready for the fight. But if you're a diva around Finch Farm already, that's, we just don't need you. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's it's an hard one, mate, isn't it? I knew, and we were both a bit ready for Frank to go, weren't we? Yeah, I've just got us there. I'm just looking here while you were talking. I mean, let's go back to earlier in the week when, you know, that, let's go back to go back to West Ham again. I know I just talked about it before, but that was just like and I some I heard someone saying on a space yesterday and it, it, it's spot on. That was just an advertisement for walking football, whatever it wasn't it. They just don't go anywhere. It's just no. back and forth, back and forth, side to side, nothing happens. And the writing was on the wall for Frank Lampard and he, he can't have anyone to blame. You know, we all like Frank and he was seemed like a nice fellow, but like you said before, he's he's just not a good football manager. I mean, forty four games, twenty four defeats. 12 wins, 8 throws. That's just... That's not good enough for anyone. No. I don't care who, who you are. It's just Pep Guardiola, Klopp. Anyone has that record, they've, they've got to get the bullets, haven't they? They have to. Well, I think, yeah. They, well, they've got to, mate, and he did. And the um, the person before them, I know we all hated him from the beginning anyway. Um, But he had the same record, didn't he? I think Carragher said that on Sky Sports. You can't sack uh, a yeah. manager. For I, think, I, think, I think Lampard is officially Everton's worst manager. Exactly. And I know at the present moment in time, we're all looking to the board saying, do you need change? And we do need change. And I still, st- still stick by the all together now. But he was in the, he's the football pitch. Fire Michel, he doesn't pick the team, doesn't do the tactics. Do you know what I mean? Doesn't, he, you know, he's not working with the players day to day, is he? So, and, and Lampard is, he just, he just wasn't a good manager, unfortunately. And I hope he becomes a good manager because I think he was a cracking fellow. But yeah, I'm not bothered I mean... if you're a cracking fellow. <laughs> For the sounds of it, like he sounds like he's absolutely gutted because he did like sort of ingrain himself in everything that was Evertonianism. Do you get what I mean? He sort yeah, of like yeah, he yeah. embraced it, didn't he? And you could imagine that if he would have done well, he would have been like a fully fledged Evertonian. I think he was getting there, but I don't think he can have any complaints yet. And you know what? I probably I he's probably sitting there now thinking to himself, I can't does I can't have any complaints. No, you know he alone, yeah. Done, yeah, he's just it just wasn't good enough. There was no. I mean, somebody's broke it down. I think it was that tactically matters defensive. It was just, it was just shocking. It was just, it was just terrible. And now we're left here. But I'll ask you the question: Should they have sacked them before the World Cup? Which was the two Bournemouth games. Yeah. That's I know what no, um, purely for the simple fact of him, he was getting the World Cup. He was getting the six weeks. He was going to be able to like sort of mould and see what he can do at that point. And I thought the Bournemouth game, the, the Carabao Cup one, was purely down to the players on the fringes giving up. Michael Keane, Tom Davis, all them type of players, just simply not good enough and giving up. 
Um, the Bournemouth game at the, the, the Premier League one, it, it can happen. Let's be honest. It, 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 Bournemouth can beat teams, so Fulham can beat teams, we can beat teams. That Then results can happen. He then got the six six weeks. I thought he should have went after Wolves because he's just had six weeks with these players and nothing changed. No. And it was like, well, what have you been doing for six weeks? You know, what have you been working on? There's no style. There's no. It's not like we can come back and go. You know what? Look, he's got something there. He just needs a couple of players. I don't think there's a player in this. We, I don't think there's a player that we can sign and go. He's going to slot perfect into that because he's going to do that role. We haven't got one. There's no roles for anyone. No. I mean, we're the stories now about Abdullah Decore falling out with him and Anthony Gordon and Patricia Gay and stuff like that. I, I don't know how true that is. I suppose you're always going to hear these stories after a manager's been sacked. Like, but yeah, yeah. It sounds like uh, no smoke without fire, maybe, and maybe it just wasn't all as good as we thought it was in that dressing room. Maybe the players simply needed a leader who played them in proper positions and give them a style of play. And I just don't think Lampard has any style of play at all. It's just, I don't know. No, is it just, just go out was... and kick a ball? I don't know. It's just mental, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think because he's a young manager, I, I was thinking about this, and because he's literally brand new to the job, isn't he? Is Frank Lampard got a style? You know, if you were to sit Frank Lampard down in front, in, 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 with him and say, what's your style? I don't think he knows. I think he had to adapt, obviously, when he came into Everton. Um, to save us and sort of make us hard to beat, but I don't. I think that just ingrained them then. I think he just he, he he couldn't get out of that funk. Instead of starting the season quite like the way he wanted the place a week ago, you know what? We've got through that season. We now can see what he wants to do. He just got lost in the big hole of let's not get beat, let's not get beat, and we start. I think we start. Then we start the season with like four draws or something like that. And, yeah, and it was just like, don't let's not get beat. Can't, can't be in that situation again. We, we picked up a couple of wins. No, we beat Crystal Palace. We beat Crystal Palace 3 0. Maybe Palace were bad in the day looking back, but we still beat them. We've got to beat what's in front here. And he completely ripped it up. He's just like, oh, yeah, well, I've won with that tactic. So I'm going to try that tactic now and see if that works. And it's like, no, stay with that one. And I think that was his downfall. I honestly believe that was his downfall. Man City, five at the back, goes to Brighton at home, four at the back, gets leathered everywhere off the pitch. And you're thinking, what are you doing? You know, I think he was just trying to experiment for himself on the job and he just got it completely wrong. I think the Chelsea fans say the same thing about him when he was there. I think the main thing was you keep trying the same thing and the same results happen and we're getting beat because you're using the same tactics all the time. Like you say, against Palace, he had Onana. I think that's Onana and Garnagay's best game together. Yeah. And then he sort of split that up after it. And to think that Everton haven't won a game since then, it's just like, honest to God, that was, I think that was my last haircut. It's just like, <laughs> honestly, it's just crazy. It's just mental. Like, my ears all over the place now. No one can see it. Like, But it's just, uh, just, just a sad state of affairs. I mean, no, we all... The best thing that you can say about Frank Lampard is that nobody really wishes him ill. Do you get what I mean? It's like, yeah, he's been shite, but we all sort of wish him well and want him to do well. But I think he should stick to BT Sport or Sky Sports or something myself, like because I don't think he's a football manager. Like, but no, anyway, yeah, Everton's new manager search is underway, so we're back here again. And some of the names yeah. are just like absolutely frightening. Sam Allardyce. Uh, wow, just absolutely wow. 
Ralph Hassenhutl. Again, I don't know what to say. Uh, Sean Dice, yeah. You could probably you could make an argument for Sean Dice. Big Dunk, Wayne Rooney, David Moyes. Bielsa. I think it's, yeah, Bielsa's the one that's what I was going to come on to. I mean, I'll give my thoughts on it first. I want this Bielsa me. Yeah. I do. I want him. Basically because to steal a line off like Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher. When you think of Evan, you think of in-your-face football, passionate, fans all over you, swarming, the players swarming all over you, just just in-your-face football and that murder ball style that Bielsa plays. All right, we might not have the players for it at the moment, but who knows, we might have. Maybe that's the way they want to play. Yeah, I thought that, mate, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, um, that is the type of football that I would like to see at Everton. And I know people will say, well, you nearly got Leeds relegated and the defence was awful and stuff like that, but I just um, I think it's what Everton need. Now, in, the fans need a big pick-me-up, and I think Bielsa's style of football could be the one to, uh, to bring that back to us. So if I have my choice right now of all the candidates that have been named, I've heard someone say that Marcelo Gallardo, who's um, been River Plate's manager, I'll just go off everything what you say. If you, if you think he's that good, then yeah, I'll, I'll give him a chance and he's out of work. Like, yeah. But I want this BL, so I have to be honest, he's the one for me. What do you think on that? Yeah, well, I said, I think when Lampard got sacked that I wanted BL, um, just purely for the fact that like he, he, he is, really, he'll get the players running for him. And that's what we want. That's what Everton are. We just, just be committed, just run after the ball, like Leeds, isn't it? And people saying, oh, we nearly got Leeds relegated. Listen, there's the injury list was as long as his arm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um, he's a good manager. But at the end of the day, he's a good manager. He's so highly spoke of it throughout the football world. Do you know what he I like about him as well, Jamie? Sorry to interrupt. He's strange. Yeah. And that's what I like about him. He's strange. Yeah, he's out of the he? box, isn't he? Yeah. 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 He's, he's, yeah. I mean, Pep Guardiola's called him the, like, the godfather of football. Uh, Pep Guardiola's like, he's his mentor, isn't he? Yeah. Apparently, he just watches hours and hours and hours of like videos, but not even of like full matches. Just like just following one player around all for the whole ninety minutes. It's just crazy. I, I think I've seen a video of him, right? And he'd um and he'd made a vid. He he made a video of like every breakdown, so a breakdown of every player that Portugal were playing in the World Cup in their group stages, and then who they could get, and every a breakdown of that. So like Holland. Every team, like the way I think France or whoever, um, he had a breakdown of every player. Every we need that, we needed yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? We can't just uh, again go back to Lampard. I don't think it was there. I don't think he, he knew how to defend. I think he didn't know how to go to like other teams and look at them and go, "That's how you beat them." Do you know what I mean? It was just hope. With Frank, it was like I put this eleven together and hope that they do something tonight. Um, I'm going to be totally honest, Paul and. You probably want to turn the zoom off, <laughs> but I think I'd love be else at a world, but I think we need some other guys. Oh, I can't. Be, I know, I know you can't. But what's more important? That's what my 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 thing is now. If you've got a man, if you've got all them lined up, and they've got a percentage over there, and say Everton, and now what would you say? Thirty percent chance of staying up. And you go through like Hassel. I don't want Ralph Hasselhoff. By the way, he's just the biggest no no ever. Um, the Primark Klopp, isn't he? Yeah, I don't want him. <laughs> but uh, and Sean Dice, by the way, I put Sean Dice and Al Dice in the same sort of bracket. They're the best chance we've got that staying in this league. I know I'd like to think Bielsa could keep us up, but 
we've got more chances with Allardyce and Dyche staying in this Premier League, which is the which is the focus, which is the main thing we've got to do. Even if it's a short short term deal, even if you say to Allardyce or Dyche, right, you've got to the summer. I don't care if they give them three million quid. It's not my money. Just give them the money to keep them up, to keep us up, and then we can move like we did last time. You what I think about Allardyce is, mate, his last job was with West Brom, and they got relegated. And what no, no, yeah. years ago, he hasn't, he hasn't been, he hasn't been in work. Listen, he is what he is. I, I don't, I'm not one of these people who dislikes Sam Allardyce. I don't, honestly. It, I think, you know, you just see his name, and if his name is Samuel Allardyce, oh, you know, <laughs> everyone would be all over him, wouldn't he? You know what I mean? But I just don't, I just don't think we should go back there. But at the same time, I would, I'd go back to David Moy. So I'm being a bit of a hypocrite there. You know what I mean? But. I just think with his time out the game and he, he's been sitting on his ass for the last three or four years or whatever it is, I just don't know. I, I, I've got a feeling Sam Allardyce, I, I could be wrong, he could be the kind of vindictive character who'd come back just to relegate us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Look for what we did. Oh, no, but yeah. like, if I, as you just said then, if I could choose, if you were like, right, the decision's yours, I'd pick Bielsa for me. For, I just, I'd love to watch that by the way he had leads. And I think it, it would work. And people yeah. are saying, oh, we haven't got the players. We don't know if you've got the players because they've never been asked to do it. No. Do you know what I mean? They've never been asked to do this murder ball or pressing type of players. Do you know what I mean? They've never been asked. So why, why couldn't he? He could go in and they go, oh, yeah, we like that. I'm happy with that. I think that, um, is it Erling who, from Leeds? He says, like, training's unbelievable. He said the lads they just cannot wait to get into training every day because it's just so new all the time. And I think you don't know these players might re- react to that and be like, Oh, this is great. So then they start getting results. But right now, I think yeah. for the football club, we need an Allardyce or a Dice just to keep us in the prem. Yeah, I think a Sean Dice, if Sean Dice comes in, I think that's a little... I know what you're saying. I've heard a few people saying I think it's unfair to call him a short-term appointment. I think he's a long-term appointment, mate. Mm-hmm. I think he's young, he's young enough and he could, you know... I think players would want to play for Sean Dice. I think he's one of them. He's been pigeonholed as a bit of a firefighter and stuff like that. But who knows with a better squad, better budget, he could do better, couldn't he? But uh... do, do let me ask you this though, Paul. Do you oh. do you think Sean, Sean Dice and Paral Dice and Moyes in this situation as well? Do you think they'd play any sort of different football than what we've been seeing? Better defensively, probably be harder to beat. I mean, you seen it against West Ham. I mean, the, the two goals are just ridiculous, aren't they? You don't yeah. even really have to do anything to score a goal against Everton at the moment. People go on about it. I don't, I don't know where they get our defence is better this season. That's gone completely out the window that now. Oh, absolute, yeah. absolute garbage. Uh, I just think it would be harder to beat. That's what, what it would be. But the thing that'll get Everton relegated this season is can't score. We've scored 15 yeah. goals all season, haven't we? Yeah. That's what's going to get us relegated. Getting up the pitch as well, isn't it? We've got to get up that. We've got to get up the pitch, as you're saying. Yeah. So. I didn't go to West Ham, um, just just through family party and stuff like that, and I couldn't go. So put her on the telly, and even the commentator was saying, like, Everton are so slow, and West Ham were, don't get me wrong, they're, they're not going to turn up this season, but uh, but they were just so slow. Everything was just so slow. Everything was like, you know... There's no the plan, there was no plan, Yeah, it, it, and even Calvin Loon looked just... A, Frustrated figure, and then he starts making mistakes because his head's gone and stuff like that. And the ball, they just I don't know, it just looked terrible because as soon as you get the ball, where's the Mary Gray? Where's the Mary Gray? There's no, there's no other option. There's no like, let's see what we can do with ourselves. Pass, 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 back to Pickford. Pass, pass, pass. Who fits a Calvin doing? He misses it. 
win the ball back. It was just, I don't know. I don't think, in the, to be honest, in the first 25 we minutes, right. we were all right. We, we kept actually it didn't play that bad all day, I don't think. It's just, no. It's just and, nothing and, there. It's just, just powder puff in it. Just, there's no firepower whatsoever. No, we you know what? We should have done what to West Ham, what Brighton did to us. Like the crowd are on edge, maybe, and that type of stuff. And you yeah. had heard in the, obviously you were there, but you had heard the commentators saying, West Ham's crowd's on edge, yeah. You know, they're getting a bit frustrated. No teams would kill teams like that. Proper teams just go, we score here or create a few chances, these will turn. Yeah. And the players will let us go. That's what happens at yeah. Goodson, yeah. Diesel 10. I think you said it to me at Southampton, didn't you? Southampton are just like waiting for us to turn on these. They're waiting yeah. for us to turn on them and they're playing them for that. And it did. It happened. Um, I just think, mate, going back to Bielsa and, and Allardyce and all the managers searching that, I think I've been thinking about this a lot. I think Bielsa, if we go down, which I'll be honest with you, people won't like it. I think we are going to go down. I do, yeah. I think we are gonna go. I think he's probably the best manager to get you back up. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because what you're trying to do in that championship, and it's horrible to be talking like this because there's eighteen games to go. We're only two points from safety. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy, and it? you know what I mean. But say if we yeah. did go down, then you just the first half of that season, if if it's made ball under Bielsa, you can get to be about twenty points clear in that championship. You know what I mean? I do, and I think we've always had that. We've always said that. Me like. Um, if we go down, we'll keep dropping. I think if we were to go into the championship with Bielsa, I don't think anyone would be like that. Do you, and you know what? To just touch on your point there, you've actually made you not change your mind, but you've actually made me think about something. The club needs a boost right now. The fan base needs a boost. Everything, just the players need it. I don't think Aldice gives you it. I think we go the other way. I think if Aldice was to come in, it just drive the negativity within the club. You know yeah. what I mean? It'd just be like. To be yeah, honest, though, Jamie, I know what you're saying, uh, but apparently from the last time he was there, the, all the players loved him. Apparently that's no, what's coming No, me, in the fan base, I mean. Yeah, oh, what yeah, I mean, the fan base, like, yeah. Fan base. I, yeah. Yeah, completely agree there. Like, Can yeah, you imagine definitely. that, you know, if Allardyce is in the crowd, in the dugout in the first game against Arsenal, you're not walking into, everyone's walking into the crowd, aren't they? A bit like, oh, quick call to you, is he really back? But if Bielsa's is in there, they're like, you know what, let's get up with this, let's show this fella what we can do. You know I mean, let's get behind the lads now. New staff, fresh staff under a new, brand new manager, brand new way of playing. Let's get behind it. So, I won't be else. I, I honestly do. Yeah. The thing about him as well, isn't he? If you believe the reporters that he's actually told Everton that you haven't got players quick enough. So basically, what he's saying is, is go and get some players with pace, and then I'll I'll take over. Um, I like I was speaking to me dad today. And me dad's we listen, we heard that story on Sky Sports or whatever it was. I think it was on Talk Sports, and my dad said he's been saying that for you. Pace is the most one of the most important things in this Premier League. That's oh, why Tom yeah. Tom Davis is a good footballer. Dwight McNeil's a good footballer. They're just not quick enough, and that's why they'll get et- alive in this league because they're not quick enough. Yeah. So, yeah, it, that's any like ex Everton candidates. I know Wayne Rooney and Duncan Ferguson. Would you have big dunk back? No, no. Uh, just purely for the fact that I don't think I don't think I again I don't think we can be saved. I'd love to be optimistic and say we can, um, but I wouldn't want him to come back to this absolute mess that I don't think he's got the experience to fix. He can come in and scream and shout and 
you know, we'd get a bounce in the first three games, but after the third the third game, when people have sussed out the four four two and the tightness of everything, it's you're then asking another inexperienced manager to sort of get you out of it. Do you know what I mean? We need an absolute years of experience, the best CV you can think of to come in and know every single point of everything about football. Do you know what I mean? Just who we play in next fight, I want to know what he does, what foot he uses, how we, how we play, how many passes. Yeah, we else, that's exactly what we need. We need, because we, that's what these players need. Let's be fair, we've, we've called, I've called them uncoachable at times, but they need players, they need the manager to come down and go, right, you know, Michalenko, you're playing against a lad who's right-footed, show him onto his left foot. Show him onto his left foot, don't let him cross the ball. Anana, I want you to do this, I want you to do that. We don't know if Lampard did that, he probably did, but I don't think it'll be I don't think it's structure Yeah, I don't think it's an extent where Bielsa will. Bielsa will come in and go, I want control over everything to do with the football football side of things. Yeah. Um it's it's a mad one, isn't it? Because we just seem to be finding ourselves in this situation all the time. I mean, I think our time is running out. We're just embarrassing, aren't we? As a football club, that we're back here all the time. It's just like, ugh, where did we go? From yeah, everyone, here? Just, everyone's just, crazy, looking, everyone's just pointing the finger. I've been laughing. I think this is. A, I think that what makes it. You know what hates me more? I have got loads of like mates, and one of my mates, Reese, um, he always listens to this, so. All right, Reese. Um, yeah. he, he, like, he's like one of my best mates, and he says, like, he goes, I feel sorry for you. And that hurts me more. I'd rather him come to me and just laugh yeah. in my face. And the fact that he goes, oh, I feel sorry for you, pat me on the head, rub me, in, you know, pat me on the shoulders, oh, come here. And I get off me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Don't feel sorry for me. I want you to fear me. I want you That's to That's what like, I said oh. in the group chat today. I was like, I don't know if you noticed, but. The Liverpool fans, I'm not. I'm not even taking the piss because it's like it's that bad. It's like yeah. I can't. They can't hurt us because you're like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's just like like I was speaking to Everton. I work nights, so I I hand over to the lads on days, and you just look at me and it's just like you know what's coming. The questions are coming about Everton. It's just like all the Evertonians and the Liverpoolians you all, just all feel sorry for us now. I mean, oh, all the Liverpoolians feel yeah. sorry for the Evertonians. The Evertonians are just yeah. all like fucking just staring into space. And Liverpoolians are telling us yeah. that it's going to be all right. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just it's a mental bad. situation we find ourselves in. The circus of a club. And it's exactly that. Let's go on. The circus of a club and the, uh, the circus leader, who is Farad Mashiri, has done it. Uh, has a sit down meeting with that jazz pal who's on the fans' advisory board. Have you seen it on YouTube? I did. Yeah. yeah I watched um, it. Five minutes after they come out. Let's get your initial thoughts on what did you think of that then? Um, first of all, I'd like to say well done to Jazz. Yeah. Um, I think he's done. Really he's getting well. a lot of st- he's getting a lot of stick him as well. By the way, and he shouldn't. And I, you know what, he shouldn't do really. I, I, um, he's sat in front of a room. He's sat in the room with the owner. And he's asked them the questions that we all wanted answers to. He could have quite easily have just gone, "Oh, what do you think of the new stadium? And when's it going to be ready?" And you know, I mean, do you think we'll sign players? But he didn't. He sort of put the questions on him, and I thought, yeah, all right. He's he made it. He his questions made it a video where I then come away and thought, all right, well, you know what, machinery you've got, you've you've told us you're going to do it, do it now. Do you know what I mean? I, I sort of 
got a little bit more respect for Mishiri because he was like it's hurting me and I think he said something like I don't want to see kids crying and when I yeah. see a kid crying in the stand that, 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 that hurts me and I thought right okay because I think we all fell under the umbrella of he doesn't care anymore and he's not asked he probably still isn't you know what I mean probably doesn't hurt him as much as it hurt me and you or, or any, every other Evertonian but I think he, he, he answered questions didn't he he asked you know we asked that Jazz asked him and, and he answered them but and there was no hiding it, you know. There was no hiding in them questions. There was no, or oh, what they would say here, or where's my PR team? It was him. I think basically what what, what, he, what he was saying and is, is that, uh, and he's right. Basically, what he's saying is I've, I I have given the money to people to people to spend on players, and it just hasn't been spent right. Basically, that's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. He also said he's probably been a bit hasty sacking managers. So maybe should have given them more time. I think he's talking about Marco Silva there, me personally. I do. Um, there's a couple of bullet points I've put down here. He uh, says recruiting under the players has never had anything to do with him. So obviously it's been fed back to him that people think he, he has the final say and that Kia Jirabshin well, was on the radio on that today, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 He says he listens to fans and he's committed to the club and making things right. Yeah. Uh, he said he knows changes need to be made and he will make changes. Says he'll buy us a new striker. Uh, and he's also said the fans aren't to blame, which is, I, I have to be honest, I was saying to you in the group chat, and I don't know whether it went down very well, but people are saying because it's, uh, it's my birthday today, by the way. People are saying it's, uh, I've gone a bit soft because I'm getting a bit older or something, I don't know, but uh, I thought he'd come across as, a, as genuine. I really did. I, I couldn't fault him in that interview whatsoever. The only thing we didn't like was when he said Bill Kenwright is one of the most loved men in football. <laughs> I think that's it. Uh, but he probably is, though. He said, yeah, when he said that, mate, I didn't, I didn't take that as in he's going nowhere. I took that as in like a... Well, he probably is. Because, you know, you hear that Simon Jordan on TalkSport, the little snippet that I hear. I don't listen to TalkSport, but you know, when you're on Twitter and that, he says, oh, I love the dealing with Bill Kenwright and Everton and that David Gold, um, I think if he's, I don't know whether he's still with us anymore. That David Gold, but he's he used started, to say, he? yeah, he used to say, "Oh, Bill Kenmaker," and he probably is on that. You always said it to me. You could go in absolutely fuming with the football club, walk into a room with Bill Kenmaker because he's the best in since sliced bread. Do yeah. you know I mean? So he probably has got that power over people of making them feel like he's a. Oh, he's on mate, imagine, imagine, imagine sitting in a room with him and Roberto Martinez. Oh my god! <laughs> You'd just come oh up hypnotised, wouldn't you? You'd literally feel like you were just on top of the world, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. But uh, no, I, I haven't really got any arguments about anything that he said in that interview. And a lot of people will say, "Yeah, we should." And I've said it. Listen, I've got a backtrack. I called him a bit of a madman and everything, but I don't, I don't disagree with anything that he was saying in, in that interview. There, I honestly really don't like. I think because we're still angry as well, isn't it? We're all still angry and we're all still fed up. And he said that on a day that was just not right. You know what I mean? It was just a day of absolute mess and chaos. And yeah. the, everything just felt a bit. And he's come out and give that interview. So everyone's emotions are dead, dead high and dead, dead angry. And what's going on at our football club? And then he gives that. So everyone's trying to nitpick the negatives out of it. If he'd have probably said it next week or... Yeah, next week, maybe on a Wednesday, people could have gone, oh, it's okay. Let's have a little look what he's saying here. Um, I think he's acknowledged uh, as well what the, the, the time that the club's going through at the moment because he said it's the most critical time in the football club's history. 
because we've got this ground on the horizon and it couldn't get any worse on the pitch. Um, he's got to fix that. He's got to. I think he's acknowledged that we need to be in the Premier League for this new stadium. Yeah, yeah. And but, he said uh, didn't he as well? Yeah. Didn't he say? Uh, I know all the aspects are being looked at, but the recruitment is something we need to desperately improve in. And I thought, well, there you go. Do you know what I mean? It, he could he have quite up Kevin Telwell as well, didn't he? He bids him yeah. up like. Like it didn't he say when you look at a player, it gets signed by the manager, signed by Kevin Telwell, like an application thing, then gets taken upstairs to him and Ken Wright, um, and sort of they sign off and then they they play it. I'll be honest, the only thing I didn't like about the whole interview was the fact that he backed and he's back and backed himself because for me, mate, it's over for it. <laughs> I can't. Oh, yeah, but this headlock. Yeah, yeah, for what she yeah. for that. I don't know people might look and go, "Oh, it's just she's it's only a headlock." He's he's done worse. Nah, you made this club in national world in world press. Let's say, look an absolute disgusting like animals, and you never even come out and gone. That's lies. That headlock story's lies. You know, I never said that. She could have quite easily have done that. She had every platform under the sun to do it in. She hasn't. She believes it. The well, Sharp's come out as well, hasn't he, mate? Yeah. Oh. The fans are over really? the top. I mean, what's all that about? What's he doing? What is Graham Sharp doing? He's just like, not, it's like he's not bothered. Like, yeah, so what? I, I, God, he's a hero he's to so many. Your dad, he must be one for your dad and that. He must be like one of the best players he's seen at Everton. Of course he is. But what's he doing? Well, I just don't get it, mate. Don't understand it. That's like in 20, shut. It's like in 20, 30 years, mate. Kale being on the board and saying it. Yeah. For me, or Rooney, do you know what I mean? For me, that's like, wow, he's my childhood hero. What do you mean? I'm, what do you mean? I'm, I'm to blame. You know, it's, I don't know whether he's, he's, well, he's, he's been sucked in, mate, hasn't he? He's been yeah. sucked into the board and he doesn't think, as you said on the last pod, he don't think they've done anything wrong. So, they probably said, oh, well, what do you mean? What do you, and I always think, if I sat there in front of him, it's like, what do you mean you don't think any, you've done anything wrong? The club is 19th. The club has never been closer to being relegated in its history than what it is now. Of course, something's gone wrong. It's not like you wouldn't. No, I see these. I see Tottenham fans calling for Levy out, and is Conte the right manager and all that? And I think to myself, yeah, they had a bit there. That's a bit much, isn't it? Like four Mm. points off the top four, they're in the Champions League knockout stages. But I don't know what that is. That's just pure and a hunger for success. That's not good enough. Yeah, you'd always as a football fan, you should always strive to want more. Even Man City will want more. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but for them, for, for them to for them to think they've done nothing wrong, that like Levy could come out and go, well, all right, well, give me time. But really, what, what am I doing wrong then? Because before before we're in the Champions League, we've been in Champions League finals. But for it to be 19th and still not think you're doing anything wrong is just enough to delusion. Or... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And listen, I don't want to like, I've come on there and I'm defending Farah Mashiri, but that's just the impression I was getting from him in that particular interview was that he said, for me personally, he said the right things. He, he wasn't like yeah. passing the book and stuff like that. Maybe I've missed, maybe I'd have to watch it again and, and properly analyze it, maybe over analyze it. But and we do back that all together now, campaign as a podcast. We're proud to be on that banner. We've had our own little banner made, we're all together now on it, and we'll stick by yeah. it and we'll do whatever where it well, you know, we're right behind everyone with that movement. We're not we're not gonna budge from that, but it was just it was something that we needed to speak about anyway. It's just uh, 
I think yeah, as well, I mate. I, I, I don't think I, I'd speak for everyone, anyone, and I'll ask you this question. But is if if Machinery were to come out tomorrow, say, and go right, then he's better than Baxendale, Graham Sharp, Ingalls, and Ken Wright, gone. I don't think every. I think the. I think it'd stop. Because I don't think anyone's desperate for Machiri to leave. Because really, he has put his money where his mouth is. Do you know what I mean? He, he, he has. Jimmy, it stopped. It it stopped. We won two games on the bounce, and people will be listening to that goal. We can't stop this campaign. I agree. I really do agree. But when it boils down to it, it just it's it's because we're so shite on the pitch that yeah. it's just being magnified by a by a million. So I think a few good results start climbing up the table. And they'll still be pressured on to get them out. I think they should be now. I think I don't think there's any way back for Bill Kenwright and Graham Sharp and Barrett Baxendale. But I think if the results were a little bit better, it wouldn't be as bad. Do you get what I mean? No, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. So that that's uh, the manager and the owner and everything. We spoke about that. Now let's talk about a few players then. Uh, touched on them earlier on, but that Dan Juma was just peak Everton, wasn't it? That was just yeah, that like was the, that was the icing on top of the icing on top of the cake. That was really. That was just um, the Twitter meltdown from that yesterday. Was like, oh no, I'm quite like I'm obsessed with Twitter. I always have been. I'm just I'm on it all the time. It's just I've seen some proper Everton meltdowns. Like, but that was a that was up there yesterday. Like, it's just I don't even think you can blame the club for it this time. It sounds like the agent and Dan Juman himself have just played Everton like a fiddle. It's just been like just ridiculous oh, what yeah. he's done. And he's supposed to show up for training, he hasn't shown up. Apparently, there is a part of the form that the player has to personally send to the FA himself. So it's not like Everton have not not done it, you know what I mean? Apparently, that's a part of the procedure that him and his agents have had to send these forms over. And yeah. he just haven't. Apparently, he's done the reveal videos, he's picked the squad number, he's met the players and everything. Ball, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, do we want a player like that at the club though, Jamie? No. We don't do no, that. No, a hundred percent. Don't sorry, but I don't. I, I don't want you anywhere near this football club. Absolute anywhere near in any capacity. If you're not as soon as you walk through that Finch farm, if you're not a hundred percent committed, don't care. I don't I don't want you. I honestly don't want you. There's um people might call he's only done it because Lampard got sacked. Well he's not you know, what does he think it, Every manager he's signing for is going to stay there for the rest of his career. Do you know what I mean? Managers come and go. They do come and go, but the man didn't want to play. He it, it must have hit home with him, and he didn't want to. He didn't want to play for Everton. He just didn't. He, he was sending Evertonian messages saying that he's going to do the best. He, he'll do his best, and I mean, yeah, it's just smoke screens, mate. Dominate. It's just they're just he's coming out going on. Like I think David Moyes didn't David Moyes say something about him. Yeah. I think Moyes he stopped him from signing for West Ham or something. I think that the alarm bell started ringing when you seen the reports that he would only come to Everton if, if he guaranteed Moyes wasn't going to be the next manager. I mean, from everything Bobble was saying, the Bobble and the lads from the View from the Bullens, good podcast by the way, go and listen to it. Yeah. Um, is that he was a diva? He was just loads of demands and stuff like that. And it's just if we get relegated with players like that in the team, imagine the fallout from that. You know what I mean? I can't be asked with them type of players. Well, he's on loan. No. As well, it's not like he's come through the money, the big money move, and we've spent 30, 40 million quid on him. And he can demand me, you're on loan, lad. Your your parent club don't want you, but want to loan you out. Do you know what I mean? And 
I think he's done well getting Tottenham. I think his agents done him a blind there personally. Is he like, going to get a game for them? No. No. I mean, Richarlison. No. Richarlison, who we all love, is getting 10 minutes here and there. He hasn't scored a league goal. He hasn't scored a league goal because he's not getting the minutes. <laughs> he's got Kulichewski, Son, Kane, um, that Lucas Mora. I know he's probably on his way out now. He, he, that Perisic can play in that position as yeah. well. You know, he won't play. He literally won't play. It's just, he didn't want to sign the form. He didn't want to play for Everton Football Club. The club, I've got absolutely no reason to be blamed for anything. Because they've done the right, they've done everything. As that bubble said in the space, everything was done. Literally, the club were waiting for a phone call off the FA or whoever rings them to say, all done, registered as an Everton player. You know, crack on with your announcement. And they rang the FA and gone, and enjoy. We haven't received anything. So obviously Landals, then what do you mean? He says, We've got nothing. So then the Van Danjuma's agents or he the player himself, oh no, I'm not sending it. So he's like, Sign, yeah. see you later. But be prepared when you come to Goodison Park me to get an absolute dog life. Yeah, you probably score that's like... after that's after you've scored too, like yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean that's all yeah. You know what? I'm gonna swear, sorry kids, fuck him anyway. Um yeah. so player yeah, I, yeah. A player who hasn't come into Everton to a player who looks like he's going out of Everton looks like Anthony Gordon's off, doesn't it? Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna leave. Um I've got a I've got an opinion on Anthony Gordon that's it's not really up there with everybody else's opinion. I I feel sorry for him. I think he should have been gradually introduced into Everton's first team. He shouldn't have been playing as much as he has been. And he's always had to play in a team that's always been desperate for points constantly. I think maybe I've read a bit of his own press in the summer. I think that Chelsea link, Tottenham link, whatever was true. In, if that was true in the summer, he's had his head turned completely, and I think he's been badly advised. But I just I can't see any way back for him now, whatever. And from the stuff that we're hearing and seeing on Twitter and a few little things going around on WhatsApp and stuff like that, I think he uh, he's off, isn't he? I think that's the end of Anthony Gordon at Everton. But we need to reinvest that money, don't we? Straight oh, away. Massive. massive. It's the beauty situation all over again, isn't it? I mean, don't. This is when Rooney left Everton. He was unbelievable. We were all devastated, really, weren't we, when he yeah. left? Oh, yeah. Still haven't got over him. Yeah, we, this won't be the same. This won't have the same sort of feeling. No. Um, I, I, I think it's a great piece of business. I honestly do. What do you give us? I know people go, oh, well, you know, he, last season he won a soft off. Yeah, he did. He did win a soft off. That's gone though, hasn't it, Jamie? Yeah, that's gone. And then well, I don't, wait, like I don't understand go. why though. Why is that gone? What I mean, what what, what right does a twenty what right does a twenty one year old lad have to just stop doing what what the fans loved you for? Why would you stop? I don't understand it. Because he's a number ten. He's been given a number ten shirt. He's been told he's the star boy. He's been told, you know, there's a new contract for you there in six months. He's been. He's been given all that, so he's probably gone. It's exactly the Deli Alley, the Ross Barkley situation. They've got, they've hit the height, realised that's it, man, professional footballer. And it's gone. The, the, the drive, the motivation's gone. But now when he's stopped running around the football pitch, he's got nothing. He's absolutely not. I've never seen him beat anyone. I've never seen him take on. I think he's done a video, I'm the trickiest person. I've got more skills Bastard in the club than in the world. Of the club, didn't he? Yeah. And and who's got the most flair? And he went me. And I thought, are you messing? I don't think I've ever seen you. I think I've seen Phil Neville do more step overs. Do you know what I mean? It was just like, 
I, I, he genuinely did be, believe his own hype. Yeah, people can go, well, he's only twenty one. Yeah. So is Bakayo Saka. I've seen a Do few things mean? on Twitter today about Gordon, like, and I think there's a lot of some of our fans have still got a lot of growing up to do because they're saying, "Oh, he's mistraining." Listen, he's mistraining because he told him mistraining so he can go and sort of move on for himself. It's not rocket yeah. science, lads. It's not. You can't say enough. He can't train for Everton if he's going to sign for Newcastle. Yeah. So a name that Everton have been linked with today is Hakim Ziyech or Ziyech or whatever way you want to say it, from mm-hmm. Chelsea, and that's the only really. Concrete rumour I've seen today that and Marco and Altovich. Diang as well, I've seen. Is yeah, it Diang? Bemba Diang, is it? Bemba Diang, yeah. Yeah, we need um, players in, don't we? I mean, it's the 25th of January. Again, it's my birthday, just in case anyone wants to say happy birthday. But uh, we've got six days birthday. to get players in, and it's just not happening, is the meet, and it's absolutely pathetic. No. I mean, how can you probably sign new players if you don't know which managers, who, who the manager's going to be? Well, is it? And who's signing them? <laughs> yeah. That's it. You know who's signing these players. You can't. How can you sign players if there's no manager? And if we do sign the players, how will they know to sign? It's all crazy. We won't sign anyone. We won't. I don't think we will. Unless at the end of Gordon money now can pay. I don't know for um a manager. Th- yeah, and um, or a manager's where you just a manager sort of close to come in, and 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 then get his a couple of players that he wants. It's just, it's just a mess, mate, an utter mess. I read before, I think before we come on here, that an American investment bank is looking as leading the way to invest in Everton Football Club. Would can how long does that take? That's not going to get done in the next five days. That's is it? a bit of one. He said he want a representative on the board. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? mean? That's yeah, I, I, I forgot. Days. I forgot to mention that. It, there was like a load of confusion yesterday. Wanted someone that. Put it out to telegraph, I think. Said Everton are off for sale, and then and then Mercedes said, No, we're not. It's just like, just a circus, in it, honestly. It's that just literally like... just that sent me to bed. That that honestly sent me to bed that bit. But it was just like, We're off for sale, no, we're not. Yeah, we are, no, we're not. It was like a, it's a pantomime, isn't it? Yeah, he's it is, behind yeah. you, no, he's not. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's literally just a pantomime, but it's that's um... like I was saying to my um, dad today, this morning, I was like, There's that much going on, it's like, it's hard to be like really upset about it because it's like you're just getting it from all angles it's like you're standing in the middle of a building and everything's just falling out it's just there's so much going on you don't know where to where to look it's just like you know what this is going on right? every there isn't a single thing at this club that you can hang your hat on and say we'll be alright because we've got him or we've got her or we've got this and we've got that mm-hmm. it's just it's, it basically is that new ground which is what, two years away it's just are you waiting for were you waiting for the tweet to tell them that they've stopped construction of the new ground because I was. Oh yeah, that's yeah, definitely. Um, but if listen, I think someone said to me today, and I thought, you know what, quite well, it's quite, it is true actually. If you're a freelance up and coming journalist, pick Everton because you can make anything up, and it'll look real. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you want your name to get out there as a journalist, which by the way, I hate journalists, but if if you if you want to come out and we go, uh, the Qataris are buying Everton. Your name will be plastered all over Twitter within five minutes. Evertonians will find out anything as well. I mean, we could have probably sold who shot Kennedy before anybody else. We would have found <laughs> we would have found out who done it. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, it's just, does, just, yeah. just spies out there, Evertonian spies out there yeah. everywhere. But 
Well, as a fan base, that's the best thing about this club is at the moment is the fans. Just we've all still got a sense of humour about it, but getting kicked to pillar to post and yeah, it's a yeah, it hasn't really been a structured podcast that one. It's just been a just a chat between two Evertonians who are just like lost, basically. Yeah. I, I think the whole fan base is just completely lost. But listen, that's your uh, that's your weekly Everton roundup, and we'll be back next week with Arsenal previews and stuff like that. So. Yeah, we're uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you don't, you don't. If you do, tell your friends about it. And there you go. So, Jamie, nice one for uh, joining me. And up the toffees. Up the toffees. Sports Social Podcast Network.